the fuck is up duelists welcome to pod of greed the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh podcast we are as always sponsored by kaiba corp and i am your host argyle aka yugi go tigers lsu number one baby national champs football 15 and 0 can't beat us get shit on clemson <laughs> i'm dan aka raz al ghul okay I'm Max, a.k.a. Egyptian God Slime ASMR Gone Wild. <laughs> and and with us today, we have a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm John, a.k.a. John Biru, the gamer being. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, I love it. Um, so, John, what we like to do when we have guests is have them kind of go over their history with like the whole franchise of Yu-Gi-Oh! And I know that you actually play Yu-Gi-Oh! So if you want to Tell us a tale of, of how you've, you know, gotten to Yu-Gi-Oh! Gladly. So, <clears throat> so I played when I was a kid. I watched the show when I was a kid. I want to say, like, elementary school-ish. Um, I feel like I stopped watching around this part of the show. Like, I definitely remember, the like, the Merrick fight and all that. But I feel like I stopped watching around then. Um, but about a year ago, I started to play the card game uh in a semi-competitive fashion um i don't go to tournaments i'm not i don't really have enough money to buy cards fast enough to keep up with the meta but i do keep up with it in a sense that i check to see what cards are good or not and i do play the game casually still right now so i know the current rules of Yu-Gi-Oh, and i and I, like i am as you as we are recording this, there is a ban list that's probably going to come out. Like probably by the time you hear this, the ban list will be out. So mm. I'm very excited for that uh, to see how they're going to ruin everything and how many cards <laughs> I'm going to have that are completely useless. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. We we have people um, read in our Discord taught us all how to play Yu-Gi-Oh for our own little like mini tournament. So whenever he starts posting about like you know current meta and ban list, I'm extremely are you winning, son? <laughs> mm-hmm. So a, yeah. lot of, a lot of very long, very cool Panic at Dis- the Disco names for all these fun cards. Yeah, it's your dad who used to play Mario, and he sees you playing, like, Call of Duty, and he's like, I understand what video games are as a concept. I played them <laughs> once, but I, I don't I, I don't quite get what they are now. Yeah, like, for, for our own sakes, when we did our tournament, we used Master Rules 1, mm-hmm. just to, like, because we're like, let's just, like, kind of try and stick with Dual Monsters mechanics for now. I don't know if you will know what this means, but did you use, like, GOAT format or anything like that? Uh, I don't remember. (laughs) I don't don't know exactly what that means. What I do know is that we basically limited the booster packs and, like, starter decks to basically... We just, like, went to the... Up up until the end of, like, dual monsters. Anything beyond that we just couldn't use. Yeah, because GOAT format is called that because, like, 
it's basically called that just because scapegoat is like one of the most important cards oh. in, the, in that meta. Oh, um, I don't think any of us use scapegoat actually. I use scapegoat. Okay, cool. Because what the big play was basically was you would play scapegoat and then you would use the metamorphosis card, which is a banned card now, which mm-hmm. would just automatically turn it into a thousand eyes restrict, and then you can just damn win. <laughs> okay, go off. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Pegasus, you should have done that. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so this episode, we're not, unfortunately, Pegasus is not here, but Yugi and Malik are here. So yeah. we are starting our three-episode run this week with episode 138 of the sub-final match, Yugi versus Malik. Uh, that is episode 41, the final face-off, part one, in the dub. I, we're... F- <laughs> I'm, I'm extremely Stardust Crusaders voice. Battle City Finals. We're finally here. It's yeah. been so long. <laughs> the show goes so long. Yeah, so we open up where we ended last week with uh, Kaiba giving Yami that big major card that's supposed to change everything and reveals the card is Fiend Sanctuary. <laughs> cool, uh, wish I knew what it did yet. Uh... We will, I guess. Uh, Not really. Kaiba, Kaiba calls uh, Yugi's friends his fan club. Uh, <laughs> kind of true. Uh, I love him. Yeah, despite like being a huge piece of shit, Yami is like, I still trust you, Kaiba, and you're a good friend. <laughs> and the duel like starts. Uh, it's really we- funny. He basically like you know, as Kaiba's handing Yugi the card, he's like, "Yeah, twenty percent chance to win." Blah blah blah. Um, and basically, like, right when he gives it to him, he says, friendship won't save you, and Yami's like, whatever, dude, and he, like, immediately shovels it into the deck, and he's like, Kaiba's like, oh, you're actually gonna use it, huh? (laughs) Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Um, so yeah, the duel starts. Yeah. Uh, they, like, go over, like, how Yugi's got two god cards, and he's gotta sacrifice a bunch of monsters for his god card, but Merrick can do his with no problem, because he's got a very cheap bullshit method which involves using Monster Reborn to I, instantly I, summon it. I absolutely don't understand exactly how that gets executed, but we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, uh, Ka- uh, Kaiba does say the immortal line, Yugi thinks I gave him that card as an act of friendship. That's ridiculous. Friendship is for the weak. Uh, <laughs> it is, Kaiba. We love him. We love him. In in, loves- in in the sub, what he says during this scene is like, Isis is telling him that, or like, I, you know, Isis is like, oh, this is an important duel. Your souls, blah, blah, blah. And Kaiba says, he's like, I don't care about the tablet. I don't care about a 3,000 year old mummy because civilization is built on the deaths of <laughs> countless people. So, like, forever <laughs> moving forward, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's- look, civiliz- he's, that's Marx's theory. Civilization is built on class conflict that's been happening for, you know, as long as we've uh, been alive, yeah. He, there's a specter haunting Domino City. <laughs> and and speaking of haunting, Malik licks the Millennium Rod and starts a Yamino game. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't remember him licking it. Maybe I was looking away. I am pretty sure four kids would have censored out the many many times he licks things in these episodes. Yeah, I never saw him lick anything. I saw his tongue yeah. a few times, but okay, I, um, that's so unfortunate. Did. That's so unfortunate. Yeah. By the way, John, did you watch the sub or the dub? I watched these subtitles. Hell um, yeah, baby. I I'm don't sorry have, for your loss. 
<laughs> I don't really I don't have a like horse in this race. I just kind of went with what seemed to be what everyone else wasn't doing, I guess, because mm-hmm. everyone was just like, "Oh, I'll watch the dub. I'll watch the dub." So I was like, "I guess I'll watch the sub." Okay, so you know, I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I don't knock it either way. I think both had their merits, but yeah, right. I just ended up watching the sub. Uh, they uh, both uh, have their merics. They <laughs> yeah, they both had their Ishtars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all we all have Ishtars we have to deal with. Yeah. Um. So let's see. The ultimate Yamino game happens. Um. Darkness covers everything. Malik says the gates of hell are opening. Yugi, cool. Um, he's looking hella vascular today. Oh, Not he's good. so veiny. It's bad. Oh yeah. That's just the- gonna be throughout this duel, and it gets worse and worse. Yeah, just I mean, like even more than usual. Like, cause he usually is pretty bad to look at. Yeah, they worse. they really went in and like redid his whole bump map, so you can see every single like bulging <laughs> vein on his whole oh. body. <laughs> they inst- they installed the Battle City HD texture mod. Uh, like there we do get like a quick bit about like Mai's with them in the Shadow Realm, and we Yami like sees Mai in her weird death prison. Her cool that's... hourglass. Yeah. yeah. Not full of bugs in the anime, unfortunately. Wish I could have seen it. Wait, is it full of bugs in the manga? Yeah. Yeah. It's that's like full of metal. like scarabs and shit yeah right isn't that awesome like i want to go there i want to go to there i don't get how an hourglass with bugs in it works but that's cool uh, i don't know maybe they eat you it seems Hard like they see. could just crawl back up i don't know <laughs> yeah. or fly it's, back it's just like torture i guess they have wings um, and shit i don't know <laughs> yeah um so the the kind of core the main conceit of this uh shadow game is that they both have their sacrifices on either side of the field um, and their sacrifices being their like human bodies. So this sucks, dude. I don't like to see them get it, hurt. Yeah, that, that's what my notes say. It's just Yugi, no, Merrick, no. This sucks. I hate this. Yugi's like suspended in the air, T posing. Regular Merrick is suspended in the air, T posing. As they take damage, like more of their bodies fade away. It's like the shadow game that Bakura and Malik did. Like, was that at? Was that even last season? I think it that was. was last. Yeah, that was last season. Oh my was god, like one the, of the slow last... march of time. <laughs> that was one of the last things that happened before they got thrown yeah. into the video game world. Yeah. So so now like we're kind of faced with the moral dilemma of do I like someone someone going to die in this duel? It's either going to be Yugi or Malik. Which was it going to be? Mean, it's a pretty obvious choice. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, and this is like Yami saying, "I have to find a way to save both," because you know. Of course, you have to take that route because you're the hero. Nah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to kill me. He tried. He might control Joey. He was not Yami form whenever he tried to get us both dragged into the ocean by an anchor. Right. Well, we we, we <laughs> get a little bit later on of like a sort of repentance, but anyway. Um, too little, too late. Yeah, right. So literally one turn into this duel, Ra's already in the graveyard. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's exactly what he wanted, right? So it's not yeah. cool, is what we're saying. Oh yeah, it's a very sarcastic cool from me. Yeah, mm. he's also got his leech. Uh, I'd like the leech. He he, he has a leech. I hate a vampiric leech. Uh, I'm only saying this because Yugi says the line, uh, "Attack his leech, my queen." <laughs> It's just a just a fun set of cool. words I liked. That's like some reply guy bullshit. 
Yeah, exactly. Just please, ma'am, attack my leech. <laughs> Slay this leech queen. My queen, your leeches. <laughs> um. So yeah, like the whole thing with the leech is like it can attack out the gate. Um. And like when you activate its effect, you're allowed to um. Uh, put it th- you you have to discard a card yeah, to activate his effect. Yeah. So, so I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a fucking dweeby shit and just point out that uh, this card does not exist in real life. Okay. Cool. You know I'm I'm oh, that's I'm good. really glad we have you on, John, because as someone who like keeps up with Yu Gi Oh, I'd love to hear about like all of the ways the anime is just like bad and wrong and different. Hey, so does the Winged Dragon of Ra really have ancient Egyptian writing on it? Um, so there are two different versions of the Winged Dragon of Rock card, as are with the rest of the god cards. Um, there is a non-playable version, which just has, like, it doesn't have, like, the Egyptian on it. It just has, like, a little, like, flavor text thing. Right. But then there's a real playable version. And, um, for those of you who may not know this, the actual god cards in Yu-Gi-Oh! are not good cards in real life um <laughs> that it bums me out so much every single time i hear that yeah they have no inherent protection which means that if you just use a rageki or anything like that right. on them, they're gone right uh, yeah like there are if, if you negate their effects it's incredibly easy to kill them because especially for raw and slifer they their attack comes from their effects so like mm-hmm. obelisk is the closest to being good because it'll have four thousand attack no matter what but if you just use a card that negates effects raw and slifer will have zero attack and right. you can just run them over easy right well no because but raw has its invincible phoenix form where it can destroy all of your monsters, uh, and also it is unkillable for a turn, and also then it goes back to the graveyard, I think. Uh, something, something. The game amount balance. of effects that Ra has in the anime would put some of the modern cards to shame, like with how much text <laughs> oh, yeah, you would have like, to read through. Like, anime Ra has, I think, 11 separate effects? Oh my god. Nice. It's Holy a lot. Shit. Yeah, it's just, it's funny the way they kind of, like, hand wave the game rules. It's just like, uh, you can't affect a god card with magic and traps. And, like, that basically gets rid of all of the ways you could potentially destroy it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, are you able to do this to the god card in the real card game? Well, you can't in the anime, kid. Um, so, let's see, what happens next? Queen's Knight's out. Uh, Jurigedo kills Queen's Knight. And he flips a card. What is this? Left arm offering. Le- left left arm offering. Yeah, that's a uh, that that is normally a spell card. It's a trap here, but that is normally a spell card. Okay. Yeah, I notice a lot of cards that kind of like flip it, like either between it's really spell weird, or traps. Yeah. It, it's like there is like a lot of just like a whole trend of of like cards that are only in the anime and not in the the actual game. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like like just looking at Merrick's hand in this like first section, three of the five cards that he has in his hand right at the start are not real cards. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Cool. <laughs> no rules just right, Outback Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I'm, right, I'm writing a, a mon- an anime about a card game that does actually exist at this point. It has like somewhat concrete rules. It's fine if I just make them up though. Yeah. 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 Um, so he, he uses left arm offering as Yami draws. So he discards his hand and draws monster reborn. 
But as he does that, Yami flips exchange, which means they both swap a card in their hands. But since Malak only has Monster Born, Yami just gets to yoink it. Mm-hmm. It's it's very strange to me. Like they're in the middle of this intense duel to the death where their spirits are on the line and they have to just like politely walk up to each other to exchange I, cards. It's so funny. And like Malk just like th- this this dude's like full gremlin right now. He just like grabs the card and just kinda like slithers <laughs> back to it's so good. <laughs> he's just skeletor with skin. Merrick uh, also takes Oh, he's got skin already. Yami. <clears throat> I hate seeing his skin. Yeah, it turns out the card he takes from Yami is pretty important. Somehow. Uh, somehow. I don't understand I, it. <laughs> I do think, I just find myself noticing how, in theory, Yami could summon Ra himself, but he just doesn't. Well, he, he wouldn't be able to control it because he has to know like, the hieratic chant. Mm, like right. he, like It's like what happened when Mai played Ra, she couldn't control Does it at all. Does Merrick even do that chant this time? Yep. Okay, I wasn't paying attention that much. So. Well, they they also change it in four kids. They might not have shown it for you. That's fine. Maybe yeah, you did, it's... and I just forgot. I yeah, know. Whatever. <laughs> a lot of important things happen that we forget in this show. Um, so y- Yugi has all three of the knight cards out: queen, jack, and king. She's ready to summon a god. Malak is like, "This is fine," but it is fine because he knows Yami doesn't have the god card yet. So Yami like doesn't take the bait to like try and summon one because like otherwise things would go bad. Um, Malik draws a card, he puts it in his mouth, which is, like, cool and weird, mm. and he plays Card mm. of Sanctity to make everyone draw so their hand reaches six cards. Like, Merrick goes on this whole thing about how he could end the duel now, but he wants to prolong Yugi's suffering. Uh, Just classic villain shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, Yami I, I does the know, thing. I- I don't know if I want to just be the guy who just pops in and just keeps mentioning how the cards are wrong. Oh, please, please do. Please do. Do it. I love it. Okay. Card of Sanctity. That is also not how that card works. Um, (laughs) All right. In the the anime, you draw until you have six cards in your hand. In real Mm -hmm. life, you have to banish every other card you have in uh, in your control and in your hand, and then you only draw until you have two cards. (laughs) Oh. Okay, yeah, that's a lot more... That blows, actually. Mm. I don't... Yeah. Does the anime... I mean, at this point, I don't know if the anime has ever acknowledged, like, banishment as a concept it, in the game. It does, but it's always, like, kind of sideways. It just says, like... It, it, it never says banishment directly. It's just, like, destroys the card or, like... Removed they, they, or something like that. Th- right. Yeah, they, yeah, there's some... There is obliquely... The, uh, in the anime, some state in which it's not in the graveyard, but it is not uh, in play or in your deck. <laughs> it's in the other world. Yeah. yeah. I guess uh, I should also mention that left arm offering is a bit off as well, um, mm-hmm. because you also have to banish your hand in real life for right. left arm, arm offering. And it's especially funny because like the, especially especially these days... You would love to put all your cards in your graveyard. There are so many cards right. that activate effects in the graveyard mm-hmm. that if left arm offering, just put all your cards in the gra- hand, cards in your hand in the graveyard, and then you got to search a spell, that would be three copies per deck, no matter what. Oh yeah, would be using that card. That would like warrant a ban, basically. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like all these, the way all these cards work in real life, since Malik's whole deck is basically built on him being able to like rummage through his own graveyard every single turn. It's like, that's not how this would work, my man. (laughs) 
Um, so Yami does the dang thing. He summons Osiris, which is what I am going to call it now forever Slifer. because Slifer's a bad name. That's Slifer the Sky Dragon. Slifer uh, yeah, Sky Slifer Dragon. Osiris. Yeah, blah, blah. Everyone's very, very happy to see Slifer. We love to see it. I love to yes. see it. Uh, Yami attacks with uh, decidedly Force. lower budget for the summoning sequences now. Oh yeah, you can tell they're getting really tired of these. <laughs> they're like, God, do yeah, I have to do it? Yeah, Slifer just kind of like uh, goes, you know, translucent to solid and kind of floats down behind Yugi. They drag his animated gif up and like the only moving part is just like his like lower like tail yeah, they, part. They it's did just the like... PowerPoint fade in transition fade in <laughs> from the top. Yeah, Listen. star star wipe to Slifer. Yeah. Listen, they had to budget themselves carefully and they needed to put all of that money into the Merrick face budget. Oh, okay, it's- yeah, no, there is, like, a shot later that is, like, it is the best Sakuga I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he attacks with Thunder Force. Malik flips a card called Dark Spell Regeneration, which activates Monster Born from the Graveyard. And now God Phoenix is here. The phoenix is Hello. here. He's unkillable, and he destroys Slifer, and then he goes back to the graveyard. I don't know why he goes back to the graveyard. Why does that happen? Uh, well, this is like this is like the in between of the episodes. Now at this point, I don't uh, care. Yeah, God Phoenix shows <laughs> up. Episode one hundred thirty nine. Fiend Sanctuary activates. Yeah. Uh, Eventually, the final face off part two. Yeah, uh, sorry, Devil Sanctuary is what it's called in the anime or in the sub. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it, well, it's like they do the thing where a lot of like they'll use the English name of cards, but you can hear them say "Devil Sanctuary" like their actual voices. So it's like I like that better. Oh, you mean like uh, uh, Zenyatta and Mandata? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And like you know how the they, how he brothers. says the famous two of them. It's like because because whenever they refer to Slifer, they always say Osiris because mm-hmm. you know. That's name, but like the subs are just it's Slifer. People know it as Slifer. No one knows it as Osiris. So yeah, I'm sure Konami like mandates that they have to like in the official subs, you know, use the oh yeah official name. Right, yeah, because it's, it's like so heavily merchandised. You really have to have that like brand parody. Um, so he's like, ah, oh, I have another effect, Slifer. It's Lightning Bullet because Ra was summoned while Slifer is out. But of course, effects don't work on a god. People forgot that until now. Um. So, so now we get the chanting. I don't know if, like, it must not be in the this, the dub at this point, but Malak does it his... It might be. I genuinely, might, I genuinely don't remember. Yeah, it, it was, was, you know. Um, hey, then my next notes are just in all caps. The boys are in pain. <laughs> yeah. I hate, you yeah. hate to see it. It's not good. Malak just says, nice, but I need you to suffer more to make the shadow game even more exciting. <laughs> and, like... So so when Joey got blasted with Ra's super hot fire last time, it like literally killed him. And Yami and Yugi are just like, ow, that hurt a little bit. <laughs> Boys, you good? How much willpower do you have? They're okay. They're fine. They're dead, but they're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what happens? Yeah, Ra, Ra goes bye-bye. Yeah, uh... See, so uh, so right here, yes. Uh, they tie this to being a part of Ra's special effect, uh, turning into the Phoenix mode. That mm-hmm. once it goes Phoenix mode, it goes back to the graveyard. In real life, um, it's like kind of weird that the Phoenix mode is not really connected to regular Ra. It's kind of weird. Um, yeah, I know. Like, cause aren't they separate cards in the in the are. TCG? 
And the way that you summon that is you have to summon it using Raw Sphere Mode, which is also another different card. Right, Rockagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and nobody actually uses Phoenix Mode or regular Raw, but a lot of people use Sphere Mode. Um, okay. The reason why- so it's, it's really strange, but the reason why people use Raw Sphere Mode and nothing else is because... You can tribute monsters from your side of the field or your opponent's side of the field. Oh. So if oh, your opponent why. has yeah, if your opponent has a bunch has three monsters on their side of the field that are causing you trouble and they they're protected, you can tribute them with sphere mode because you can't really block a tribute. <laughs> right. So it's it's less for the actual effect of sphere mode and more to just like get rid of your opponent's monsters. Exactly. But if your opponent is some freak that has Phoenix mode in their deck. Right. Just, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, if your opponent tries to like Joseph Joestar, I knew you would play Sphere Mode. Exactly. I knew you would play the ball. It, 2020, balls out, baby. Yeah. Um, so Malik activates a card called Zombie's Jewel, which, hey, Monsterborn comes back into his hand. Great. Great. Hey, John, does this card work out that? Does, does he card lick do that? it in the, uh, in the z- Zombie's Jewel is not a real card. Okay, oh, cool. Great. Oh, good. <laughs> nice. Um,. It is extremely, extremely cool bad. Art, though. That's unfortunate. It mm. is cool art. Uh, it, it is it is extremely ban worthy to be able to recycle uh, spell cards uh, because a lot of single use spell cards like Monster Reborn are extremely powerful, and just being able to bring back Monster Reborn over and over again would be incredibly bad. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, that's why something like Magician of Faith is a banned card because if you flip her over, it can bring a spell back like mm-hmm. that that's super banned yeah it's just it's just monster reborn reborn exactly which that is actually a card but oh my god i love you nice. <laughs> <laughs> um so and but since zombies duel works for both players what's that argo i said reborn the reborn the monster ah okay um so the effect of zombies duel works on both sides so yami does it to draw <gasps> fiend sanctuary uh-huh Ooh. It's Chekhov's no, Fiend Sanctuary. Well, here's the thing, though. He doesn't know that. He, right. He close, He keeps his eyes closed when he's drawing the card, and he just plays it face down. He doesn't know. Right. Well, no. Um. Let's see. Blah, 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 blah. What else happens? There's a whole thing about... Or that happens on his next turn. Whatever. Yeah, that, ha- that happens next. Um. It's cool. Kaiba's, like, almost starting to root for Yami at like this point. Just, like, I love to see it. Uh. Yeah, like... There's this whole thing about where, like, where Yami needs to play that card that ya- that Kaiba has, and there's and he relies on the luck of the draw, and like, there's this whole dramatic thing where he pretty much relies entirely on the heart of the cards, and it sort of implies that, like, what's the word I'm looking for, uh. Magical forces in play allow him to draw that card. Like, yeah, the heart Ishizu of the cards says is something an about like game mechanic. Yeah, Ishizu says something about like channeling ancient Egyptian forces through his faith in the cards or whatever. It doesn't matter. He play he he plays a card without looking at it, and everybody knows that it's the card. Uh, even Kaiba, who is like losing his mind because he's like, "What? How could? It- what? This doesn't yeah. make any sense." Yeah, oh man. So let me let me tell you how this goes down in the sub, because it's like, oof, ow, owie, my heart. Um, so first, Malik shows off the Millennium Ring that he got from Dueling for Pinks with Bakura, just oh, to like, yeah, get everyone mad. <laughs> um, 
So he just Yami's had that like under his scarf. I don't. I don't know. How yeah, he just been he's just been wearing it the whole time. Walk, walk, fashion, baby. You got accessorize. Um, Does he have so the Yami's eye like somewhere? Uh, uh, in his oh, mouth. Oh my god! Yeah, the eyes. <laughs> Ew. That's why he's licking so much. Um, he. The, he's like hovering his hand over the, his deck and he says the top car is a future that can be seen but remains unseen um, he uses like like so this is the point like you know heart of the cards like I said is a legitimate game mechanic that Yami can like actually call upon basically um, as he draws it we get like a really quick flash of Kaiba right in his like in Yami's eyes and like Isis yes. sees their souls colliding and like I'm screaming Ugh. at this point, he literally doesn't look at the card and sets it. And like everyone, Kaiba's like, "Is Yuki going to create a miracle?" And then the, <laughs> ju- the and then the judge is like, "Hey, you can't do that." And Kaiba says, "Let him do it anyway, dude." It's so good. Why not? Why can't I? There's nothing in the rule book that says I can't play without using my eyes. It's like, is it like the wait? Do you, does the judge show up in four kids? Uh. I don't think so. I don't think they ever oh make a big God. deal about it. It's such a funny moment because the judge is like, you, have, you can't play a card without looking at it first. <laughs> like, that's apparently an explicit rule. And Kaiba says, let him do it. The judge actually, like, also has Shut a name up. they didn't write down because they didn't care. But this is like, why would you give this man a name? It's like the season finale. Is it not just Roland? Is it not Roland? No, it has another name. It's a different guy. I think it's it a is. different guy? Yeah. There's another guy up there? I, well, this is ridiculous. I, I, I think There's it's a character that we haven't had the name of before. I don't know. It's like a Kaiba Corp Goonie. Who cares? He's been sitting there the whole time. He's not Roland. He's Roland's brother, yeah. Nolan. No, Nolan, yeah. Uh, so Malik does his thing. He brings back Raw, but it's actual Raw this time, not the God Phoenix. So I guess you can specify which version to bring back. He looks like shit. Yeah, because again, they haven't blown the budget yet, but they will. It's just <laughs> a boring robot chicken. It's Raw, all right. This, so this this is this is when he he fuses with Raw. He does oh, the same yeah. thing. Oh yeah, right. This is this, this is one turn kill, sense. baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like yeah. Mar- Marek puts like all of his life points into Raw, and like all that's left of him is like just his eye just floating there, yeah, and the rest cool. of him is like cool. sort of fused to Raw. But like his other eye, the eye that's left behind is noticeably absent. It's like. There's, like, just a black void where that yeah, would be? Yeah, it's just, like, Shadow. He basically does what Ansem Seeker of Darkness does at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1 and fuses with his ship. Um, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, he does it. It happened. Look it up. Um, it is a pretty cool look, I'm not gonna lie. It's a cool look. It does sometimes, look cool. Sometimes you fuse yourself with the head of your Egyptian god card, and everyone's like, damn, that looks really cool. I mean, you he looks stupid sick. sticking out of the top of Ra's head, but, I mean, he himself looks cool. It's, I will say, it's a direct improvement a over just plain old Robot Chicken Raw. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so, one turn kill time. Uh, Psychna, reverse card open, double sanctuary. Hey, did you did you know Did you know that Yami and Kaiba are in love? Because yes. Yami says, when I touched that card, I felt the pulse of your soul, Kaiba. <laughs> yes! I love to see it. I do believe it. I believe it. Naruto voice. Believe it or not, Kaiba, our spirits are connected. Oh baby, see now I'm a little bummed. I knew the moment you handed because... me that card that it would save me. Yeah. Uh. Um. So, can one of you tell me what Double Sanctuary does? It summons a metal machine music token that <laughs> uh, re- reflects 
Yami, uh, Merrick's eye back at him. It basically just makes Merrick the target of his own attack, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, instead of Yami getting attacked by Ra, Merrick is going to get attacked by Ra and is going to kill him. But, uh, the, there's a big flash of light and then uh, it's fine, actually. Because Merrick played that defuse card that he got from Yami, which allowed him to not only unfuse from Ra, but also gain all of its attack points as his life points. So now he has 4,700 life points. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say this is not how that works, Chief. And is complete again. I didn't understand him fusing with Ra, so him unfusing with Ra was even more confusing. Right. Like, presumably defusion works as the explicit counter to polymerization. And yes. my boy did not play polymerization to get to that mm. point. No, so defusion can work on any fusion monster. It's basically just it... Um, it destroy. I, I I gotta double check if it but destroys he or it just. Ra. Yeah. So like, obviously, that's not how that actually works. You know, like yeah. in real life, you pay life points to raise its attack. Um, yeah. But yeah. So in in reality, defusion would. It, if this version of Raw was a fusion and there was somehow a Merrick card, it would pretty much work the way that it did. Like, I'm actually <laughs> pretty. I'm pretty surprised that they basically did it right except they made uh fiend sanctuary or devil sanctuary or whatever you want to call it yeah. uh, a quick play instead of a regular spell card so that way it could be activated at the time um, right yeah uh, because that absolutely would not work otherwise exactly yeah. but i mean the effects were pretty much fine like diffusion pretty much pretty much works like that and devil sanctuary works like that so they Damn. did an okay job like better than usual i will give them credit yeah. there I mean, like, you know, all things considered, this is, like, one of the climactic points of this duel, so, like, good on them for kind of doing their homework on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, so, Kaiba's like, oh, Devil Sanctuary ended up helping Malik, but, like, if he, if Yami didn't have it in the first place, he would have just died, so it's good that he had it anyway, Kaiba. Calm down. Yeah, but also Devil Sanctuary has a second effect, and if yeah, he knows he's about like, that, if he doesn't like, know about that, then he's, he's, he's done, but... If he right, he wonders it, if Yugi can use it to his full potential. Yeah, uh, the thing he can do it is he can use the token as a token. Mm. He does the token thing that all tokens do, which is that you can use them to sacrifice things for free. Uh, yeah, he multi he multiplies it, and he gets three of them, and he uses that to summon a lot of But uh, we got a really cute moment beforehand where you, you like... Real life Yugi is like, keep fighting. Like, I don't worry about my pain. You got to win, dude. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. Yugi, my son. Whole, he's so confident in Yami. My I boy. love him. He's so brave. He's such a brave little boy. And he's. Oh, God. Uh, um, Joey insults Merrick's hair. He says, He says, get a load of Merrick, guys. He's so scared his hair is standing up. Oh, wait. He always looks like that. Mm hmm. There are a lot of bits about making fun of Merrick's hair specifically. His hair just, is whack. Everybody's it, got his his hair is just as whack as Bakora's or Yugi's. No, or but like Joey's the sheer volume, Tristan's. the sheer volume of his hair is just like impossible. Like way more than anyone else. He has those two like or no? Is it Merrick or Bakura who has like the weird wings in his hair? I think it's Bakura. Bakura. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. Bakura. Uh, anyway, but yeah, his hair he is like a. Like a thistle or something. 
Um, I guess, but but I mean, so yeah, really Obelisk comes out. Yeah. Um. Oh, we get a a really cool shot of Kaiba, who's just like out of his gourd because he does not like to see someone else summon Obelisk. <laughs> that's mine. That's it. No, that's my that's god my card. Dad. I didn't think you'd summon it when I gave it to you, Yugi. Not allowed. <laughs> we have rules here at Battle City. Uh, <laughs> he deleted all recordings of this duel. Nobody's oh yeah, no. Oh, the uh, the camera's cut out halfway through. Weird, huh? Uh, bye. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Sorry, we're going through a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're breaking up. He says to like as he's live broadcasting this to Domino. Um, Honda and Otogi hug when he summons Obelisk. I hate them both. Um, yeah. hey, what happens next, Argyle? Yeah, get your hands off of Duke. Uh, Obelisk <laughs> is here. Obelisk is here. My dad is here. You want to read? You, you want to read that tweet? He's big and blue. Oh you wanna, no! The, the drill tweet. That's 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 next duel. That's okay, next right, episode. Right. We need to go to our middle segment. We have segments yeah. here in the show. Yeah. Uh, you ever heard of games? I have. Do you like video Once games? Or twice. Video games, huh? Queens of games. Queens of games. This is our segment where we talk about games because it's our right. Uh, John, since you are a guest, would you like to go first and tell us about a video game that you've been playing lately? Uh, So recently, the game that I've been playing the most, uh, besides just you know touching on Pokemon and Smash Bros all the time, Mm because that's my that's Mm -hmm. my problem, uh, is I've been playing AI: The Somnium Files. I heard that's good. I think it's very good. Um, it is by the same writer as the Zero Escape series, uh, Uchikoshi. Uh, very talented writer. Um, very good at crafting mysteries. Mm. Um, I'm like I, I want to say I'm about seventy five percent of the way through. Um, if you like visual novels, you'll definitely like this. It's got a very fun um, dynamic between all the different characters. Um, it stars a special agent named Date who has a quirky eyeball who it has an AI inside of it. So you get it's an eye in an eye. Oh! <laughs> mm. ah. And her name is Aiba. Um, and it's basically, it's basically just him just trying to solve a murder while uh, everyone just kind of bounces off each other and makes really bad puns and stupid dirty jokes and it's just it's it's a fun time it's 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 goofy and it's adorable and i love like all the characters and um i would recommend it if you enjoyed like danganronpa or phoenix wright Mm -hmm. or any kind of like mystery visual novel thing um there's not a lot of gameplay um pretty much the big aspect of it is that uh at certain points in the story you can dive into people's dreams to solve little puzzles and they're usually just pretty goofy puzzles. Like, for example, one of the ones that, you know, that just kind of happened is you drive a forklift backwards and it opens a big hole in the ground and you stick a, your hand in the hole and then your hand gets very large in the sky and you just knock away a bunch of boxes that were in the way. Huh. And it's just like, you know, it's all dream logic stuff, so, but it also does a good job of not really like 
being too confusing that you can't figure it out because if you just throw yourself against it you'll figure it out which i kind of right. like that they made the dream logic work like yeah it, it seems like it leans into that silliness well mm-hmm. it does right on yeah i was wondering i was wondering because like you know i i've touched a little bit of 999 and like is it like a visual novel like the first or not it's like a more of a point and click but i need to it's like on my very very long list of games to get to eventually before i die absolutely yeah i'm i'm definitely going to go back and play the zero escape games now that i've played this because right that that was a big hole in my knowledge like i am a big phoenix Wright fan i'm a big danganronpa fan that was like the third of the triumvirate that i didn't Mm -hmm. play yet and so i'm definitely going to now hell yeah um for me i have as of late picked up astral chain again i that's a good one yeah i fell off well i mean not not due to boredom but just due to like the sheer amount of games that came out like in the summer and fall um but like i i think i'm on mission nine now the one where you're like cleaning up this well presumably cleaning up the city after like the third homunculus fight Mm -hmm. um game's good folks i love platinum games i love like it's just i i kind of dig how different it is from other platinum games like just like the weird like bits of downtime you're just like doing pseudo investigations of it um i really my favorite like little thing about the game is like just the small pieces of customization that you get to do between missions like changing the color of your legions and changing the color of your armor and I really appreciate that, like, one of the first extra Legion colors you get is just, like, the Ava Unit 1 colors, because, you know, mm-hmm. of course of course it has to be. Um, it's just, I, I I like it. I like that the between every single mission, you kind of have that little loop of, okay, time to go clean my Legions off. Okay, time to go, like, upgrade them. Okay, time to go upgrade my baton and my weird backpack thing. Um, I like how you get to fill that whole compendium with like photographs of like monsters and stuff. It's cool. I, I, I like it. I want to, I know I won't have time to beat it before Kakarot comes out, but like, that's like one of my current, like small things to currently play through. Cause I actually like got through a lot of games recently. New year, the year of games, 2020. We'd love to see it. Who's next? Uh, yeah, I've continued playing more of destiny Two. I, the holiday event ended. I might stop after a bit. Uh, I'm, I've, uh, I, uh, did a plot mission earlier today for the season nine storyline, uh, where I met up with Saint 14 and that was fun. Uh, I don't have much else to comment. I've been getting better at the PVP mode. That's it. What class are you, Dan? Titan. Big boiler. Football. Yeah. Football. <laughs> from te- from Space Tennessee. Have you have you have you been able to do any of the raids yet or Uh Well I, I know a group I could probably contact to do raids with, but I haven't as of yet. Yeah, I mean there's uh, ways you can just link up with randos online that are like fairly reliable. Uh mm. definitely give it a shot if you if you get the chance. Those can be like a ton of fun, like they're All like right. way different from normal missions. It's ridiculous. Okay. Cool. And they take hours. Mm. I've played I've played the original raid, but that's it. Um, oh, the Leviathan raid? Yeah. What about Rage yeah, Shadow okay. Legends? <laughs> <laughs> what about the movie The Raid? Um, 
Okay. Uh, anything else, Dan? No, that's it. Okay, I have been playing Judgment. If you've been listening to the show for a long time, you might remember that uh, I did talk about that game when it was first announced by the name of Judge Eyes in Japan. Uh, it is a spinoff of the Yakuza game, so a, a kind of similar basic gameplay, a lot of like free roamy, like uh, mini games and uh, beat 'em up combat. Um, it's a little bit better at making you explore because it has like a friendship system where, uh, you can get acquainted with the various citizens of Kamarocho. Uh, so like if you go to a, a restaurant a bunch of times, you'll, you'll become friends with them. You'll unlock a new thing on the menu or whatever, or like an, you know, a special item. They'll give you gifts. And also you need to become friends with people to unlock more side missions. The side missions are... I mean, about the same. Uh, The biggest difference with Judgment is that instead of a crime drama, it is a... It is a noir detective, like, murder mystery story. Uh, I haven't really gotten that far into the plot. I I did a good amount of progress today, and I'm really, really liking it. Uh, Like, learning more about, like, uh, Yagami's backstory and, like, the the case that he worked on before the beginning of the game that you, you don't really get to see much of before like in the prologue in his time as a lawyer um and how that links up with the case you're working on now of a serial killer who gouges people's eyes out um cool yeah uh so like in addition to the like the the standard yakuza gameplay they've added in like other uh like sort of gameplay modes like uh there's like uh, uh tailing missions which are tedious but like uh you know things to better accommodate it being a detective story so like i said tailing missions you like have to search around for evidence and stuff during in crime scenes uh you can do like surveillance with a drone uh, stuff like that it, it's really neat uh their disguises that you get to use like sometimes a, like you a can dress up like a vampire yeah um it's a fun game. I'm really liking it so far. Uh, and also, you can do flying jump kicks off of walls and shit. It's cool. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I love play it. it. It's about a, a hot lawyer turned detective. Uh, I wish Elliot was here. Part of me <laughs> wanting to talk about it this week was so I could pitch it to Elliot. Right. Is <laughs> the hot uh, lawyer daddy... <laughs> it's right up his alley isn't it yeah um, i mean yakuza in general i think he would like it just you know casual right. daddies but like this one particular is a lawyer so i think he'd be into that especially yeah all right, right on That's hell it. yeah game time over we are back to work with episode 140 immortal wall egyptian god slime yep uh uh the final face-off part three yeah so this this scene is where we they put all the budget because we get just the most delectable Sakuga shot of Malik just getting his entire face just yes. like obliterated by God Hand Crusher. It's oh, so it's so good, so dude. Hard. He do, you you see his cards fly everywhere. He like tumbles. It's oh, I love to see it. He nearly it's falls delicious. off of the dueling tower. <laughs> it's so good. He gets completely it looks really owned. Good. 
Yeah, it's like Which, similar, like, it, it looks similar uh, style-wise to, like, when Joey got obliterated by Ra. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of really thick outlines, like, uh, yeah. like dramatic shot. It, it's great. Yeah. I love to see it. What can I say but... <laughs> I finally got to use it. My one-button soundboard. Sound it's good. Which which I am just going to say real quick, the, the, the term dueling tower is just a really good term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. It's just like, a, it's a monument to his hatred of his dad. Yeah. It's normal. <laughs> this is how he copes. Honestly... Um, we in real life should build a, a monument, a big tower, in honor of our hatred of the military-industrial complex, like Kaiba has. Yeah, Alcat- Alcatraz three. Some people build monuments of father hatred to cope. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. So how will Mallet cope with the loss of four thousand life points? Um. He's definitely still scheming as ISIS. It's good says. because conveniently he had forty seven hundred. Right yeah. now he has seven hundred left over. So we get like a little a little cut of ISIS telling Kaiba, "Hello." Oh, he definitely since he allowed himself to get completely owned, it's his choice by Obelisk. He definitely has another plan up his yeah, sleeve he because to get owned. yeah, yeah. Uh... His first strategy is to corner you and deal emotional damage. Yeah, he just goes on about. Goes on this whole thing to Yami about how he's a hypocrite and a motherfucker for, for just like. He says that in four kids. He's, in order to save humanity, he has to kill Merrick, and that doesn't sound like a good savior of humanity thing to do. Oh my god! <laughs> if you kill a bad guy, that makes you a bad guy. Ah, would you curious? You claim to hate society, yet you live in one. Ah. It's that. Um, it's a little bit harder to handle in the sub. If you kill the Joker, do you not then become the Joker? That's pretty twisted, man. Damn, that's mm. twisted. Um, but it's like, in the sub he talks about how, you know, oh, it's Mal- Malik sacrifices to you. He hates you so much that he doesn't really realize that I'm the one who did all this and not really him. He just has all this misguided hatred and you're going to kill him without him really knowing what the whole deal is. Oof. Yeah, I am. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> and what of it? <laughs> um, but like little Yugi tells Yami that the real enemy is Feral Malik, so they still have to find a way to save both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then we get just a ooh twist in the knife in my heart even more. Yeah. Uh, so like, there's this whole extended bit of Merrick contacting Odeon and like apologizing to him, and like we get oh. all these flashbacks to his childhood and. How Odeon has always been there for him, and he never really acknowledged it until now. It's it's sad. Uh, it's yeah. He's like I'm. He's like, hey, Rashid, what's up? What's up, dude? I might die soon. Um, we didn't even mention like last episode, like his hanging corpse, like did call out to Odeon for help. Oh yes, yes, yes. Like God, <laughs> it's just ow. My third favorite character of the show. Stop hurting me like this. Um. So yeah, his like his force ghost visits Rashid as he's asleep. He's like, "I'm gonna <laughs> die soon. Um, I understand. Like all you've went for. I'm sorry. Like thank you for everything I've done. Like you can die now. Head towards the light. Damn, dude, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> it's like 
it's 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 sad and kind of funny because like he's like I'm dying, you might as well die too, dog. It's like I maybe it's just a weird translation, but it just came off as like a little strange to me. I don't know. It still hurt to see. I'm I'm very cool tears right now. Let's see. Uh, Rabid Merrick now has a special trap card that can stop Obelisk, and it's called the Metal Reflect Slime. And DJ it turns, Slime Time. It turns into Obelisk. It's the Egyptian God Slime. Uh, I was wondering when this was going to ha- fucking happen, because one of the only things, one of the childhood memories I have of this show, I didn't watch the whole thing, obviously, but I remember in the vague recesses of my mind there being two obelisks at one point. This must be it. This has to be it. Yeah. It's if, always sunny voice. If, Jesus if Christ, there are two of them. Happen- if what I remember happening happens, it's going to get really fucking hype in the next uh, couple episodes. I'm, I might just like watch the next two right after this, because I'm very, very excited. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So you just have like a a freaking Dragon Quest metal slime version of Obelisk. Um, Shadow they the call Hedgehog it the, voice the, joke. They call you're, it you're the, the Egyptian faker. god slime. Like they're pretty yeah. insistent on that terminology, which I, I do like. It's really funny to me that it's just like unintentionally Lovecraftian shit where the only thing more powerful than an all-powerful Egyptian god is a bunch of goo. <laughs> Shaped like an all-powerful Egyptian god. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's it's still goo deep down, just like we all are, baby. And then uh, Merrick follows ashes it up. Ashes to ashes, goo to goo. <laughs> Merrick follows it up with polymerization and bringing back the good old-fashioned favorite Revival Jam from back when uh, Yugi first, like, dueled against uh, Strings. Billy Corgan. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so here's, so, you know... Like we said before, Konami probably really wants them to use the the proper names. Why is Obelisk the Egyptian god slime, but Revival Jam is not called Revival Slime, which is what it's called in the sub, when they're literally both slime? What's the deal? I guess they're just called that. It's all slime to me. Well, they called it a jam before, and they're not going to change their minds now. Looks like Yugi's in a jam. Yeah, Obelisk is just... Uh... <laughs> It can attack, and it constantly regenerates, and it has yeah. all the power of an Egyptian god and all the power of a slime. Well, it has three quarters the power of an Egyptian god. It's like, so it has like 3,000 defense instead of 4,000. Huh. But essentially, uh-huh. Malik's he's like, the theme of my deck is immortality, Yugi. It's built to keep on reviving god until Ra can be summoned. Because basically, you know, every time you attack Obelisk, it just regenerates because it's revival jam. So it's like, basically, Malik's stalling for time until he can get Ra out again and win, because it didn't work the first two times, so why should it work a third? Yeah. Um, so, let's see. So the first time Obelisk punches it, we get uh, a Joey face. Yay. I missed um, this. I didn't even yeah. know what happened. Yeah, yeah it, well, it's in profile, so it's a little easy to miss It's it, half a Joey face, I guess, then. Yeah. All um, right. Uh, yeah, welcome to welcome to Shot of Greed, um, where we uh, do a thing when a thing happens that's Pot of Greed or Jellyface. Yeah, sometimes I'm we do really that for Jellyface right too. Now. We sure yeah. do, baby. Okay, I thought we only did it for Pot of Greed, and I was like, "What? I don't remember Pot of Greed happening in these three episodes." Was I really not paying that much attention? But Jellyface okay, carries the spirit of Pot of Greed. Yeah, uh, yeah I um, know, but I'm drinking some chilled sake. same vibes. Yeah, same vibes. Chilled sake is a f- good vibe right now. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm drinking pumpkin cool. spice tea. It is delicious. Uh, I've got water. Hell yeah. As do I. 
All right. Oh yeah, hydration station. It's important baby. to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. It's important to stay hydrated when you're faced with a slime god. I mean, it is a water type. <gasps> yeah. Mm. Is it? Don't aren't the Egyptian gods like divine type? Yes, they are all divine types, and they are the divine beast attribute, and they are pretty much the only ones that have that. Right. It makes sense. You got to get them a little special thing of their own, because mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly nothing else is going good for them. Nope. <laughs> oh, so Except sad. for the ball. Except yeah. the sphere mode. Sometimes a uh, AGDQ voice orb. Oh, what can I say? Balls out. Twenty twenty balls out. Um. So yeah, it reforms. Um, Malik summons a card called Boganian. Boganian. I don't know how to say it in English. To take three hundred. It has a bogun. Yeah, yeah, Bogunian, I guess. Um, it's a, it's literally an eyeball bogun, with a gun. Man. It's cool. <laughs> it's just an eyeball with a gun. Mm-hmm. It's like I love Yu-Gi-Oh monster design. It's so stupid. <laughs> um, Yami tributes Big Shield Gardener to summon Black Magician Girl, who attacks Boganian, but Malik flips Jam Defender, which means Slime Obelisk can like take hits yeah, from whatever cards while that thing is active. His big jelly man can guard his bowgun. So not only does I love the obelisk, big jelly man. It's great, right? I love it. It's I like wish not he only was translucent. Imagine a big translucent obelisk, mm, like cool. a jello mold. Yeah, that would be pretty Ooh, cool if he was fun. all jiggly. Hmm, big a big, big obelisk thick jiggle meaty physics. Jig- obelisk. <laughs> someone, uh, someone, let up Houdini and render that. Um, so basically, the whole the whole deal is Hot like obelisk high velocity. Make, like, ballistic gel of obelisk and have the Mythbusters, like, shoot a 50 cal into it or something. Um, so, Boganian's up, taking 300 life points every turn from Yugi, because he can't destroy it, because obelisk keeps defending it, and obelisk can't die. So, it's quite a pickle. Um, so, like, this is kind of like, as we wind down, we see Malik wake up a tiny bit and, like, say Yugi. So, oh, it's sad. He, he norts himself into Anzu. Um, this part's just kind of fucked up, too. Yeah. Hurts my heart even more. Yeah, Merrick, like, after everyone gets what the hell's going on, uh, Merrick's like, just, just let me die. Just, I, it's more important for the Pharaoh to save the world than it is for me to live. I, I'm a terrible person, and I, and Damn. You heard the man? Kill him. <laughs> We're not getting any sympathy from Argyle this time. <laughs> well, it's funny because like that's basically the same thing he says in the sub too. He's like, "Yo, kill me!" Like I know that my evil spirit is one who killed my dad and not me, but still, like I'll, I'll, I'll get him back. I'll take him down with me if you kill me. Um. So, oh, hey, guess what? Magical stone excavation allows Malak to draw He's monster got reform, from his reborn the monster again. God. Is that one real, Yay. John? Uh, the stones? magical stone excavation. It looks familiar. Um, I think it's real. I don't. Um, let me double. I've check. seen that art before. Oh, it's, it is real. Like. Yeah, Look at it's, that. yeah it, it is. It is real. Um, it. But however, funnily enough, uh, it actually doesn't have the uh, the you have to wait a turn effect. So in real life, it's actually mm. better than this card is. Oh my wow. god! Oh wow! <laughs> Yuki anime, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> nerfed them. You got you got to break the rules a little bit more. Uh, oh man. So 
so yeah, that's like basically the end of this episode. Um, this episode ends. Yami's like, this will be my final gamble. And my third favorite character of the show, Rashid, wakes up. Yep. In like kind of a startling moment. Real shit. Hangs, it hangs. <laughs> think he was going to make that joke. It like hangs on his face for a little bit too long. So it actually startled me a little bit when his eyes like popped open. I was like, oh God. Hey, Odeon, um, someone's drinking your laundry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mal- Malik tells him to die. I sleep. Malik tells Yugi to kill him. Oh, real shit. Uh, um, that's Yu-Gi-Oh. This is yeah. a good duel. Uh, so for, it's, I, like I, think, I I really I I don't want to spoil it, but like I think there is something that happens in the next couple episodes. It's just like fucking ridiculous and probably can't actually happen in the card game. Oh, but I mean, nonetheless, I'll ask just about like, it because I'll probably watch it right after this. I yeah. I'm, I don't know what happens, but I think I think Merrick's going to deck out. Oh, well, it, would... worked, it worked against Billy Corgan, so maybe. Yeah, and like it would <laughs> allow Merrick to lose without actually losing all his life points. That would be like a very anticlimactic way to ah. end the season three finale, though. I mean, the last deck out one was pretty epic, so you know. But yeah, but it wasn't against the main bad guy. Hmm. All um, right. Uh, do you have a segment prepared for us, Dan? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, this week. I am performing a reading from the Book of Secret Arts. Humble, humble, humble request. Please let it not be as long as like the twenty card list from last week. <laughs> Just to inform the audience and our guest, the Book of Secret Arts is when I read from the Yu-Gi-Oh! Dueling Legends official handbook released by Scholastic that I found at a thrift store one time. Uh, and got at my just, elementary school book fair. It's <clears throat> got a, it's got all the lore from it's got information on all of the major characters up to season four. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, so, the winged dragon of Ra. Merrick, Merrick's winged dragon of Ra has multiple abilities and forms, and each one is devastating. Not just anyone can use this Egyptian god monster, however, for this card is written in ancient Egyptian writing. The winged dragon of Ra, spear form. In Merrick's duel against Mai, Mai was able to take control of the winged dragon of Ra. Unfortunately, the text on the card was written in ancient Egyptian writing, so she didn't know how to read it and <laughs> use the card. The winged dragon of Ra remained in its spear form and refused to listen to her. The winged dragon of Ra, Egyptian god Phoenix. Like the phoenix that rises from the dead, the winged dragon of Ra emerges from the graveyard as the Egyptian god Phoenix. Surrounded in flames, it unleashes a searing attack that engulfs its opponents in fire. That's my reading for this week. Hell yeah, robot chicken, baby. Hmm. It's alive. 
So, did we get any asks? <laughs> we got an ask on Tumbelo. Just a one this week, which is like, it's fine. Not a whole lot going on right now. Uh, Anonymous on Tumblr asks, where... Actually, we also have a Discord question. Um, where does Yami Merrick rank among the most uncomfortable to watch slash hear anime villains you know of, like Imperfect Cell? Gotta say, he's up there. I do not like his vascularity. I'm gonna say not as bad as the Pillar Men. Well, what? The Pillar Men are good to look specifically at. Specifically Are you sure about SADC? Oh, the veins? Yeah. With the yeah, fingernails. Yeah, veins and his, like, garage door fingernails and toenails. Yeah. And eh, Pilby's perfect. <laughs> I would say that you is know worse what, though? than this. He's got better emotional control than any of the hosts of this podcast. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. a low bar. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I gotta see Merrick's veins, but at least they're not on the outside of his body. Yeah. And, like, think... injecting hot lava into my body. Yeah. Yummy. Uh, <clears throat> I don't remember Imperfect Cell that well, but I In- Imperfect Cell is, like, when he is, like, real thick-some, and when he gets inflation yeah. and blows up mm. and kills Goku. Yeah, that's not the worst... But I, I think when the, he's devouring people through his tail, that's pretty. Yeah, I was gonna say the worst part about Imperfect Cell is not Cell itself, but like the weird mucusy way he like slurps people up and spits them back out when he gets punched in the gut real good by Gohan. Mm. Mm. All right, can't wait to see that in Kakarot. Yummy, mm. <laughs> delicious. Uh, mm. I, I think I think Merrick would be worse if you were like if he had visible saliva. Ew. Okay, I. Please never say visible saliva again, Dan. <laughs> that gave me like a. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what if every time he just had his tongue hanging out and he was laughing, there was just, just like flicking everywhere. spittle everywhere? Yeah, just, just a perpetual. Yeah, like what happened mouth. in reality? With someone named I in his mouth. <laughs> this is a nasty one. All right. Yeah, a little. Yeah, sorry, John. We're not usually like this. Oh no, it's fine. I'm used to it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, last question. No week. real podcaster hasn't had a discussion like this. That's I mean, true. absolutely. Yeah. It's it's one of the criteria. Um, Flutter Dark on Discord asks one question. I have with all effects you know Raw has right now, what single card would you use to deal with Merrick? Glad we have John Gun. on this one. <laughs> Gun card. Um. I, mm, another raw can that i i i i've been taking duolingo think. ancient egyptian courses i can now read the wing dragon of Ra and use it myself Ch- change it i mean like everything i want to say if we're going by anime rules wouldn't work because like change of heart no because you can't use a spell on a god that notwithstanding though my answer is change of heart because i want to take control of Ra and pilot it like a mech suit just one of those cards that gets rid of all the cards. Yeah, Raigeki. Raigeki. Hmm. So, there's so many choices. I would pretty much just use anything that would uh, negate effects. Um, mm-hmm. If you can't target raw, um, there's definitely like something like Skill Drain, which would just uh, negate all effects. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can, then absolutely just using Effect Veiler, which is a card that you just discard and it negates the effect of a monster. So that would just make Raw zero zero monster with no effect. So you could just kill it with anything. <laughs> Get <Wow>. owned. Owned. <laughs> I use Karibo to take down the Winged Dragon of Raw. Exactly. You absolutely could. Oh, man. Yu-Gi-Oh is a good game. 
Um, cool. Well, that will about do it for podcast. Um, John. Yes. I know that you have some things to plug. Other yes. projects you may be working on. Yeah. So um, I have. I, I won't go too crazy. Uh, I guess basically the easiest place to find me would be on the website that I run, videogamechoochoo.com. Uh, there is pretty much all the links you could possibly ask for on there. I run an entire video game website um, with a sta- with a pretty large, not large, large, but like a solidly big staff. Um, we do a weekly podcast. We do a bi-weekly anime podcast. We do Let's Plays. We do streaming. We do pretty much everything that a video game website does. Um, so if you're interested, if you want a very independent video game website it's videogamechoochoo.com we don't have any sponsors we just have a patreon so it's just kind of like hey you know whatever you want to tip us that's what we get if not we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and if you know that's pretty much that um and then i guess if you want to find find my twitter it is at john j-o-h-n underscore m-i-c-h-o-n-s-k-i right on love to have a fellow gamer on the podcast it's the burden that I carry with me every day. <laughs> um, speaking of burdens, the bear. Yeah, speaking of burdens, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else at Maxi Bajillion. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on Twitter. You can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore Holiday. Uh, I've started doing art. You can find that at. Uh, Art Dawson with a zero dot tumblr dot com, and you can commission me on Kofi at Kofi dot co dash fee dot com slash Mike Mike Dawson with a zero. Uh, let me just make sure I got that right. Yep, Mike Dawson with a zero. Uh, oh, uh, it'll be going up in a few days. Uh, it'll be going up the week after this goes up. But I was on an episode of. Where's Pod When I'm Scared, a VeggieTales podcast run by uh, uh, oh, yeah. Luke and Ashley of Audio Entropy. And I think that's all I've got to plug for now. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's a good podcast. Go listen to it. Uh, I am Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also find me at your local supermarket if you go to one of the Gadgetpon machines. Just put in 50 cents. I'm a pretty common drop, so just uh, <laughs> you've got a pretty good chance of finding me. Uh, we are Pot of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pot of Greedcast. You can find us on Tumblr at potofgreed.tumblr.com, or you can go to kaiba.online for our Discord, uh, which you can also find in the description, because kaiba.online is, uh, very, very soon going to be an actual, factual website made by our very <laughs> own Elliot. Yay! Uh. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And that is us. Uh, that's podcast. Is that podcast? That's podcast, baby. That's podcast. That's a podcast. I end my um, jam and uh, I, I, I place my jam <laughs> face down and end my turn. I I place myself face down and blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>